Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Zinger and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. It is Kelly Fox. And tonight we are talking step eight, possibilities, continuing the conversation. And tonight we're going to be talking about detaching from the how. So let's get things going. Let me welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayer. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Good to hear your voice. You too. And I am super excited to have our guest coach on tonight and um, she has been on the show before and we are super excited to have her on the show again. Please welcome Stephanie Luweris. Hello, hello ladies. It's so good to be back with you. It is so good to have you. So, Stephanie, why don't you remind the audience, what is it that you get to do and who is it that you get to serve? Well, I get to have a blast every day, but that doesn't tell you a whole lot. I am a personal trainer, fitness nutrition specialist, author, speaker, basically all the things at the end of the day that help you to feel good in your body inside and out. And the people I serve are people that are done with diet culture. You are finished with diets and trying to fit in a box that wasn't made for you, but you know that you are ready to make some changes to feel your best inside and out. Um, Yes, and we love what you do. Um, I have worked with Stephanie myself, and so has Terry. So we definitely um, love Stephanie and all she does. Um, So what do possibilities mean to you, Stephanie? Well, possibilities are a big deal to me because, like I said, we don't want to fit in a box that wasn't made for us. And especially when it comes to our health and wellness, there are as many possibilities as there are people walking this planet because there's not one right way to do things, but there is a right way to do things for you. And so that really makes it the sky's the limit when it comes to possibilities because you have the opportunity to try so many different things to find what's the right fit for you. Yeah, I love that. And how do you feel detaching from the how plays into that? Detaching from the how, you know, it's one of those things where we get so many messages in this world from our family, from our friends, from the media. And it's, you know, you need to do it this way. You need to do it that way. This is how it's done. And, well, it might be how someone else did it, but it's maybe not what's going to help you to succeed and feel successful in the things that you do. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. I think that all of our bodies are different. And, um, you know, what, what would work for me isn't going to necessarily work for someone else. Um, eating a eating a salad isn't necessarily <laughs> what um, my body needs. My body needs more protein. So knowing that, right, knowing that and taking care of yourself in a way that is going to best um, care of you and make you healthy is um, is definitely where you want to um, the direction you want to go, right? And I love that yeah. you help people figure that out and um, actually super excited that this Saturday uh, Jane and I will be live and in person with Miss Stephanie in San Francisco at her workshop that is all about this. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm beyond excited to hug the both of you. But, you know, that, that's the exact thing is learning those steps that we need to empower ourselves. What does it look like to evaluate what are my needs? How are those needs met? And doing it in a way that is logical, that it fits your lifestyle, that it fits your family, that it fits your schedule, that it fits your budget, that it checks all those boxes that we need for something to to really be successful. Terry, um, what is what are you thinking right now? What's going on with you? Yeah, I really appreciate uh, Stephanie's uh, philosophy and the way that she approaches health and nutrition, and body, you know, body image. I think probably one of the most important things that we can do as as human beings, I was going to say as women, but really just as human beings, is to, to value our, you know, to value ourselves just the way we are, that we are enough. We are, you know, we are our individual person with our gifts, with our talents, with our capacity to influence others and to serve, um, you know, serve our fellow men. And I think that uh, in in my lifetime, it was, it was always, and it could have been self-inflicted. It could have been uh, expectations of others um, to, to look a certain way. And I think I, I bought into that Um Probably because I, you know, I just didn't have that that strong love of self, um, of my own value. I was always, you know, wanting that from other people. And in my in my life recently, I mean, this last part of my life, I've I've really learned to to eliminate expectations and um, not take those on from others or myself, and to to love myself and to be healthy for myself and to, uh, because I feel better. And that makes me do better when I feel better and allows me to engage in the passions that I have and the mission that I have in my life. And it allows me to 
wake up with a positive mindset and to face each day with an outlook of doing the best I can, you know, when I can, the way that I can, and that that, that is awesome. And because of that mindset that I I am, the way I am is just exactly the way that I, I want to be. And it's not dependent on um, the size of clothes I wear or, you know, the the way that, that I look. It's, it's dependent on the way that I feel about myself. And because I feel good about myself, I feel good about others. Because I feel good about myself, I... I take in food that helps me to feel better, that helps me to have energy because having energy is really important to me because without that, I can't do the things that I want to do for myself and for others. So it's really important to me to um, have a, I guess you could call it a mantra or um, an affirmation that I have abundant energy. And in order for me to have abundant energy, I've I've set the goals of getting enough sleep, eating nutritious food, eating less sugar, um, moving, you know, exercising, walking uh, every day. And because I've set those those goals that lead up to this um, intention that I have to be energetic, it help. It just makes me feel feel good when I can get. Sometimes I run out of energy around 3 o'clock. I take a little nap and get some more energy. And it makes, when I go to bed at night, I can reflect upon my day and know that I've done what I could when I could the best I could and that I've had the energy necessary to do those things that bring me joy. And so that's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like that's what Stephanie, um, you know, teaches people. That's what she helps us to understand is that uh, when we have an intention to have energy, uh, to have good, you know, our, for our body to feel at its optimum, at, you know, at whatever age we are, whatever, um, you know, whatever we're capable of, that by doing that, it brings us emotional, spiritual, physical joy. And allows us to move forward through life on our journey with purpose. And so I think that's uh, and that's different for each each one of us based upon our our connections uh, spiritually, you know, and emotionally with ourselves and others, and then physically. So it's like the whole person. You know, you're working with the whole person, not just uh, what you look like, but how you feel, how you think, how you act, how you speak. All of that comes into play when you're um, doing what you can, when you can, the best you can, and that means taking care of your your health. Oh, Terry, you're singing my song, and I, I well, I love what what you're saying because you have that intention, you have that goal of I want to feel energetic. But then you defined it very specifically with the with the exact things that you do, and they're not huge things. They're not impossible things. I take a nap when I'm tired. I I move my body. I eat food that feels good. Those are all very specific and manageable things. That the more you do them, the more you feel how you want to feel. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stephanie, when you're working with someone and they're all caught up in the how, how do you support them to um, release that and and focus on the intention? Really, it, I think all of us get caught up in the how, in that process. And, mm-hmm. you know, my favorite standalone question with that goal or intention is how do you want to feel? And when we get into our head, when we're trying to make things complicated, that is one of the, the that backup question that's going to refocus and recenter somebody to start to make an immediate decision on what they can do in this moment. Well, how do I want to feel? Well, I don't want to feel like I'm spinning my wheels. Okay, well, what what can you do in this moment? I can take a deep breath. And Mm -hmm. then after that deep breath, then comes the next choice and the next choice. And so it's really just focusing on what is the one thing, what's that one thing right now, what's the thing that you can accomplish. And it doesn't have to be this major thing that's going to give you that feeling like, yeah, okay, I I took this action and now I'm moving toward how I feel that I want to feel. Yeah, I love that. That um, an intention is so powerful and an intention that affects more than just, um, you know, I want to be able to do a specific thing, but something more overarching, you know, something that encompasses multiple aspects of your life, not just your physical, but your mental and your spiritual your emotional, and I think that that's what you coach towards, that that whole person, that whole, um, you know, situation of how we intentionally live our lives. And so maybe your choice in that moment is to go for a walk or maybe it's to eat some protein or maybe it's to take a nap or maybe it's to do some yoga or maybe it's to eat some chocolate. (laughs) So, you know, whatever is going to support us in that moment to live that best life, that's what we choose and, and release the expectations and the, and the shoulds and the, you know, thoughts of others and give ourselves permission to seek out our own joy and seek out what works for us and seek out what supports us and have that be our intention. And I think sometimes I, it's kind of like a, oh, excuse me. I was just thinking sometimes it's like a, for me, it's um, it's trial and error as well. And I think that that's part of being a human being. Um, you know, I if I eat something uh, that doesn't agree with my, you know, my system, I just, I don't feel good. And I, and I, and I say, well, you know, I try to think, well, that's something I don't 
you know, I, I'm not going to choose to eat that again. And yet, if it's something that I really like the taste of it, you know, sometimes I'll say, oh, I'm going to try it again, and the same result. So it's like, okay, how many times do you have to have this experience before you can make that decision that this is not something that your system readily digests or, you know, it, it just isn't, um, it's not supportive for your uh, for your health and for your well-being. And it's, so sometimes it's trial and error for me because sometimes I can eat something and it, it bothers me and sometimes I can eat it. And it's not that it's a bad thing. It's just a kind of protein that, like sometimes chicken, I mean, it's something as simple as chicken. I can eat it and it and it really, I can digest it. It goes nicely and then other times it doesn't. And I, my body tells me right away and yet I'll be stubborn and I'll say, I'm going to just eat a few more bites, a few more bites, and then I pay the consequences. So it's for sometimes especially choosing what to eat uh, becomes um, a trial and error, a discovery kind of system, but it's listening to my body and and uh, and really making that commitment and that intention to have energy and to be able to move forward in in the way that I want to to, to complete my work. Um, it's, it's still I'll get caught up in that, and so that's okay. I mean that's a part of my process, and it it uh, it's just a part of of you know taking care of myself and paying attention to my body, and not beating myself up if I if I eat uh, you know a certain kind of of meat that's been fried and I and I know in my brain up oh, fried food is not the best thing for me to eat, yet oh my gosh I really want that, and uh, you know so going just if I if I slip and do that okay. Uh, more evidence that that's not what's best for me and then go on, not, not get stuck there and beat myself up and, and uh, not move forward. So for me, food is, is probably the challenge uh, as I go move forward in my, in my journey to have energy. It's being aware of and then choosing the food that best supports me. And, uh, and that, that's, that's a, almost a, a daily trial and error for me. And lately it's been more so. So I don't know if it's uh, because my system has changed a little bit, you know, the way my body's processing food. So it's been a bit of a trial and error uh, going forward because things that I used to be able to eat that didn't didn't bother me, now I'm having difficulty with. And I said, I'll try one more time. And it's just like, Terry, wake up here. Your Your body's changing. Your needs are changing. That's something that you, that would probably be to your benefit not to choose that anymore, you know. And that's a little bit of a struggle for me. Yeah. Stephanie, what were you going to say? Oh, you know, well, first, you know, what Terry was just saying, you know, I love that, that trial and error. And because it just continues to give us that place to make informed choice. That okay, this didn't this didn't make me feel good. So when I'm faced with this decision again, what am I going to choose next time? And that's the beauty and the freedom of choice because we can still choose that thing that doesn't make us feel good and have that same reminder again, or we can choose something mm-hmm. different. And it's not good, bad, or indifferent. It's simply just the choice that we made. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So, excuse me. Um, we are almost out of time, ladies. 
It has gone by very fast. Um, so, Stephanie, what is one thing that you would want our listeners to walk away with tonight? The one thing that I think is so important that we all need that reminder of is what we do doesn't have to look like the other guy. That our journey, our choices, our way of doing things is right for us. It doesn't mean it's right for the person next door or down the street or our family or our best friend. And it's okay that we all do things a little bit different. That's what makes the world an incredible place to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Stephanie, is there, um, how can our listeners uh, find you or is there anything you'd like to share with them? So I am pretty much on all the different social media platforms on some iteration of Heart and Soul Fitness and Wellness, uh, or you can go directly to my website, Heart and Soul. You can get on my calendar. You can get the links to all of my social media there. There's the blog. And for those that like what they hear, want to ask questions, get on my calendar. There, You have an opportunity to have a free consultation to talk about your wellness needs and what might be a right fit for you. And if I'm not, then I've got a referral network of people that I know, like, and trust that I'm going to put you in the right hands. Absolutely. Love it. And as I was saying, Terry and I have both worked with Stephanie and are going to her workshop this weekend, so we highly recommend her. Um, and uh, we love her bunches. <laughs> and I love you both. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show with us tonight. I know you don't normally stay up this late, and so I feel very honored to have you be with us. Well, thank you. I would always do it for the people I care about. <laughs> well, thank you. We want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about Fearless Living, go to fearlessliving.org. You can always find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org or on all the social medias as Fearless Generations. And we would love to support you and be there for you and help you be more fearless. And uh, Terry, any last words? Nope, just uh, be, be yourself, listen to your body, follow its promptings. Awesome. I agree. I agree. We, uh, we all do not uh, look alike or uh, gain health or our best life alike. So uh, seek out yours, and if you are looking for help, seek out Stephanie. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, and until we next week, be fearless. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you.